Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We are going to talk about a topic, double-edged sword. And what we mean by that is walking through the relationship from dating to our current state and just talking about the differences between when we started, how engaged we were in the relationship, and then where we are in our marriage. And because we did all those things that you traditionally do when you start a relationship, spending time, giving all the attention, buying gifts and all that, we proved that we have the ability to do that for a consistent amount of time. But as we go through our marriage, sometimes it drops off. So thank you for, if you're a first time listener, we appreciate that. And if you've been rocking with us for a while, we appreciate you listening. But but hey, real quick, uh, before we get into the episode, um, we want to invite you to converse with us over on uh, our social media, which would be Searching Marriages Tougher on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and also marriagestougher.com. On the website, you can request to be a guest on the show, uh, give us any topic ideas, and find our uh, entire list of previous episodes. Um, if you want to continue the conversation about this episode, always do that on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and just, you know, let us know what you're thinking. Um, as always, please rate and review the podcast because it goes a long way in helping us reach more ears and uh, also lets us know exactly what it is uh, that you guys like about the show. So with that being said, let's get into this episode. Double-edged sword. <laughs> um, yeah. So my first thought on this is I used to be better. <laughs> 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 yes yes it is you know but then like as i'm conversing with myself in my head my my argument immediately goes to like but bro i'm an adult now <laughs> and <laughs> all the things that come with that are now in the way so am i just making excuses or is there validity to that statement well Let's talk about what you feel you're you used to be better at and then talk about the current state and then we can say is it valid or not. I got you. Does All that right. sound a little better? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I kind of ease into this. Um, yeah. right. first thing for me that jumps out is spending time. Right? When we were dating, I would drop just about anything to go spend time with her right like for the things we want to do we make time for mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that was my life right like i'd go to her she'd come to me right it was i forgot about friends <laughs> <laughs> listen my roommates were like are you alive 
Because <laughs> we don't see you anymore. Yeah. Get used so, to it. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, I get it. Yeah, time is... Spending time is one of the big things. Making time was the big things. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day because I was... I always switch up my like workout routine or workout schedule or what I'm doing. And I just kind of varies throughout my life. And I was thinking about my best time and best shape as an adult. Mm. And it was like, okay, I would go home after work because I would be up late hanging out with Crystal. So I wouldn't work out in the morning. And like after work, as soon as I I would come home, I would, you know, run or do whatever cook a quick meal, some chicken breast, some uh, veggies and some rice. And I'd, you know, shout, you know, shower, get dressed, go straight over there. Right. Um, and it was just, it just had me thinking about that space of like, you know, how much, you know, how much I would be like, boom, what's, <laughs> how soon can I get to her? Yeah. Right. To yeah, yeah. hang out. So yeah. Yeah. Time is a, time is a big thing yeah and there's i feel like as much as we moved around in order to be able to do that there were a lot less things in the way or is that just in my head well i mean i guess this is where we can talk we maybe we can talk about the topic or what we're what we're experiencing before and then current and then talk about the validity of that argument yeah right yeah. so i think we did have more time before but it's also because knowing our lives we had less going on uh yeah. individually right yeah so you know i you know we both only had one job we hadn't started businesses yet yeah um which is a whole another gamut of things so that off off the top it's not an excuse it might be a reason but circling that back might be a valid reason but that also means we have to be more intentional yes i'm also thinking now like we live together <laughs> um and so like there's this sort of lexicon from having to make time to be together to now it's just automatic that we're going to be together because we're mm -hmm. we live in the same place so this is where we're going to meet <laughs> right <laughs> but like you said that time was so intentionally spent because you knew it was going away right like i at some point got to go back to my place or whatever the case may be um and then to now, it's just like, you're always here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't take me the wrong way. <laughs> no. No, it's just, it's a it's a comfort level that you don't have to be as intentional because mm. you're waking up right next to her, going to bed right next to her, you're going to see her. Yeah. Sometime during the day before, it was like, you know, like when I'm away, I it's not guaranteed that I'll see her as much as I want. Right. Right. But now it's like, just roll over and look. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, 
But is there, I guess I want to talk more about the intentionality of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how do we, how do we need to be more intentional about spending that time or uh, exerting effort into that so it maybe feels similar to that excitement of, uh, you know, this, I only have so much time, right? <laughs> yeah. Man, I think it is starting your day thinking about how you're going to spend time, right? Because as as we were talking, I was thinking about that, right? Like when I woke up and like got ready or whatever, then it'd be like, okay, am I going to see Crystal today? What am I going to do when I see her? What time am I going to see her? You know, I'm texting her or whatever, like, when are you free? Like all those things. So it's, and it's not anything I just do now. It's more like, I know I'll end up seeing her at the end of the day type thing. Yeah. But it was, there was intentionality. Like it was on the forefront of my thoughts. And now it's kind of like, because it's been so long, it's just kind of assumed. Yeah. I think it's more so being intentional when I wake up, you know, after you do whatever and be like, okay, when are we going to see each other? You know, when are we going to have time? And even if it is like, after the kids get to bed or, you know, after this meeting or whatever, it's still thinking about it and making a mental note. And even if it, if it involves like, if you have different schedules, like texting, like, Hey, like when, just like you would do when you weren't living together or early, like, okay, what are we doing today? Or what do you have going on or whatever? Um, I know for us, or once you have kids, it can be more like what's going on with the kids types of text. <laughs> Certainly. But if we if we shift it to, you know, when, when am I going to get time with you? Yeah. Even yeah. if you live in the house, even if it's just a show, you know, what show are we going to watch today? Oh, man, that's you know, powerful. Something like that, just to make it intentional, like, you know. I'm just thinking about things. how my wife might react to me saying that, like, when are we going to get some us time, right? And then we get to make a plan for it, you know? And then I think you hit the nail on the head as well um, when you said, hey, am I going to get to see you, right? Like, part of that excitement is the possibility that she might be like, well, not for a couple of days. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> right. like, you're kind of hanging in limbo there. Like, so what? Can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, like, did you just tell me no? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, that's good. I like that. Um, I mean, we spent a lot of time on that, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, where where else do you find focusing uh, is, uh, I don't know, a good idea? Um. As far as uh, like other areas where we, areas we need to be better, that we could, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, for me, it is because uh, that's that's more of the time, right? Yeah, we call that time. Um, I think for me, it's and we're getting a little bit better. It's more um, dating spaces because mm. um, before it'd be like. We would go to a movie. I know it's post-pandemic, so it's like sliding back into, or post-height of the pandemic, so sliding back into like going out and stuff. Um, 
but yeah, taking time to be out of the house, but be present with each other mm. um, is something that I c it ebbs and flows, but I can always be better at. But it needs to be intentional. Like again, actually putting it on the calendar. You know, you know, me being the one to schedule the babysitter or where where Belle is going to be, um, what days, what time of day we can can we do something midday that you know maybe during the week we get lunch if if our schedules work or is it weekend evening you know someone comes to the house or we drop Bella somewhere else that type of thing. Yeah. But even just those thoughts, and I know that's changed from when we first started, because um, Isaiah was ten, so he was like, you know, and in our first our first couple years, it was really us doing a lot of family stuff because of that, just cultivating our family unit. Um, and then once he was in like middle school, it was like, oh, he can stay by himself, so <laughs> you know, yeah. we can just slide away. Um, so yeah, I think that one is for me. Gotcha. The next one, I'd say. I don't know how you, you guys probably rock it. Uh, no. <laughs> We're always <laughs> saying that we don't get enough alone time, like dating, right? Um, so as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, you know, what ways can we be better at that? And um, our, as you know, anniversary was just yesterday. And... We tried a new restaurant um, and had a gift card for this restaurant because we had gone to a uh, a benefit for our local library, and there was like this auction style thing. Won a gift card, cool. And I was just thinking to myself, like, what if I was intentional about spending the money in advance, right? So, what if I started looking for new restaurants we haven't tried, and you know, like, just said, "Hey, babe, I'm gonna go." buy a gift card for this place, $100, right? Because we're going to spend the money anyway if we go out to eat. But there's something about a gift card and spending that money on it in advance that's like, you know, you got this $100 for this one place that you can only use it at. Like, it, it almost forces you into making those plans, right? So I, That's I kinda, good. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. And, and I don't know how your wife is, but when we have a hundred dollar gift card for some place, she's like, "Yeah, let's let's go, <laughs> like make this happen." <laughs> Listen, I don't. I think it, to my wife, it's either way, but it's for me, it's a little better. Personally, yeah, yeah, like yeah. okay, if I because it's already budgeted, it can't be spent elsewhere, and it's like intentional. Like we now have to go out right. to spend it. It's just not like oh, we can order or we can go somewhere else, and it forces us just like you said to go somewhere new which is that's now a new experience in your marriage mm -hmm. um even if you've gone before singly like if you went for a work function or you stopped in but like going together is a new experience so you have something to talk about um i was thinking about doing that with now that you mentioned it um my wife used to work downtown so she's been to a lot of like the downtown restaurants for meetings and stuff. Okay. Um, and she always talks about them. And there's like little pockets to the city that, you know, we have like German village and like, you know, so they have like a lot of German inspired restaurants and type of stuff. Um, so getting some gift cards to those places that she always talks about, but I've never been to um, would be, I think would be helpful to get us there. 
And right. so like, oh, where do you want to go? I don't know, blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole thing. Like, oh, oh got this man. gift card. Yeah. And then, boom. Or we have these three gift cards. Where do you want to go? And it can be the level of, you know, how class, for the lack of a better word. Like, are we just going to go to, like, this cafe? Or are we going to go to, like, regular restaurant? Or are we going to go, you know, high-end, got to dress up, you know, jacket type thing? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And that way... You can feel how you how, how we feel as a couple in that moment what do we want to do yeah man that's good i think the pre-planning for this could be really fun as well right like let's we're just sitting on the couch let's you know google shop for gift cards like where are the places that we mm-hmm. want to go right and then even if it's a little tough for you to get out right now commit the money and buy three gift cards over the course of a month or two months or whatever it is right mm-hmm. however you want to budget it and then you know, on the back end, like you said, like how much more quickly can you decide where to go? And even that could be part of the fun, right? Like just kind of like a deck of playing cards, like here, can't see it, just pick one. And then that's where we're going, yeah. right? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it's all about, that's the fun of it. And it, I really like that idea. Me too. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> glad I thought of that. Um. So you mentioned also love languages earlier in the, mm-hmm. in, you know, in pre-recording. Um, and we're going to have a conversation about this, but the first thing when you mentioned that to me that came to mind was, do we really know what they are then, like when we're dating, compared to how we should know them when we're married? Mm. That's a good question. Or are we just kind of like doing all the things and hoping something hits? <laughs> yeah, because when you're dating, you're figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on how long you consider the dating phase, but I'm just thinking about the just the progression from first date all the way to current. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I was thinking more a little bit as like we've done the recon now, and once you know it – um, even if you didn't know it was quote unquote the love language, but you know how things affect her, right? Right. right. You know, goodness, I can't talk. You know, if it's when you give her a gift, she lights up in a certain way, or if you give her compliments, that helps, or, you know, whatever those things are um, that are with, or if like when you guys are doing something together, she really likes that. So um, you are doing all the things when you first to figure those out, but you've kind of, once you're married, you've kind of had, even if you've only dated for a year, you still have a year's worth of recon to know kind of those things that you like. Um, and she'll even tell you, like, my wife was like, I bought her shoes. Uh, they were boots. Um, it was the first time I've ever really bought someone something like that that okay. was that expensive. And it was the first time she'd ever, she was like, this is the first time anyone's ever bought me like any boyfriend or anything has bought me a gift. Huh. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Cap. But, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but it was. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was a thing. I mean, she does like giving gifts, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it is also nice to receive. But I am now realizing that I don't really generally buy her stuff 
and that's bad because I talk myself out of like because she's a verbal processor. So like I don't want to go through the process if I fail, but that's a me issue. I guess. And, and I'm realizing <laughs> that. And I need to talk to my counselor about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, so that's a me issue. And that's holding me back from like really being able to shower her with how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like I have no problem getting her flowers, but she loves. Right. Um, but when it comes to like clothes, I think she would really like that. And she's verbalized that I have, you know, years of recon that just said she would want me to buy her clothes. Yeah. She always comments how other husbands buy stuff or how other couples buy stuff for each other. And I'm like, eh, but I want you to really like it. And I'll yeah. probably be disappointed if you don't. And again, that's a me issue, not a her issue. Yeah. But I don't know how I got that on lock like no, I, I think there might be a different way to exercise that, right? Um, rather than like going just to go buy the clothes and hope that it works out, like take her shopping. Right. Like say, hey, I set this money aside for us and you know, I'm I'm with you for X amount of time for you to go and try it on and you know, you can have her, you know, go in the dressing room, come out, you know, try you know, how it yeah. goes. But um I think maybe that's a good way to execute that. Yeah. I'll like take that. that. We have started to try that, but we've gone to places and short staff in the retail world. So not every place has a dressing room. Yeah. But that is part of the fun. Like she'll come home and she'll go in the you know the bathroom and come out and do that. So yeah, it's just got to be more intentional. I like that. Yeah, I like that actually quite a bit because that's what Katie did um, when we went to that uh, gala. She bought two dresses. And, you know, was all excited to show me and tried them on, walked down the stairs and everything. And uh, funny part about it was um, the first dress she put on, I think she knew that was the one I was going to pick. So I hadn't seen either of them. Like they were still wrapped in the plastic and everything when she first bought them. Mm-hmm. But she put the first one on, comes down. And I'm like, that's the one. <laughs> she was like, you didn't even see that? I was like, don't care. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was great. Awesome. Love that dress. <laughs> yeah, I think fi- finding pockets um, when we're talking about love languages and recon, like data that we have for our wives, like finding those pockets of fun and how can we do them out and how can we do them at home? Like if we can't get out, yeah, right? So that's yeah. a perfect thing. I mean, you can order, you know, a bunch of stuff. It'll come right to your door and then just set aside time to kind of indulge in those things yeah so that's good and i i guess for me we kind of covered gifts already right yeah so yeah let's uh wrap up with this last one mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, your last one's conversation <laughs> <laughs> right um so i yeah. i laughed about this you know, previous to the recording, because I can't imagine a time when we were dating where I struggled to converse with her, right? It was it was a different time, though, right? It was like trying to get to know you, so I had a bunch of questions, and I feel like a lot of times it made it very easy just to ask a question and let her talk, mm-hmm. right? and so that's a piece mm-hmm. of it, um, and I'm trying to figure out like what's different now and it's 
like we've spoken about a lot of times is like the weight of the conversations has changed right mm-hmm. there's so much more like there's so much more meaning behind um our differences right um i'll say differences in, in opinion on certain topics right mm-hmm. um and like what that means if we can't reconcile those differences <laughs> you know for our marriage right um there there wasn't really a lot of that well i feel like when we were dating if we had differences it was just like oh i like that about you <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it doesn't necessarily affect me yet <laughs> <laughs> i think that's it and you know those uh I think those conversations are exciting to like getting to know those things you don't know um, about. And it's like overarching. So there's a a lot more broad topics that we don't know about our spouse when we're dating. Um, And you can shift like when you're dating, if it ever starts to get too deep, you can shift away (laughs) to like another topic. Right. Um, and that is kind of, I think, why those conversations in the dating world are easier for us, like for me. Um, and it, but and there's also like a lot of like history behind things. So you're mm-hmm. like, all right, tell me about your family. So you, it's more less feeling, more just like matter of fact. This is what happened, and kind of this is how how I am now. Um, but once you start, once you're married, it's more like you have that history already. So now it's more smaller things that uh, or more intense or more specified topics. Yeah. That and they may not be where you can skirt around. <laughs> well, and you have history of how um how those uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations go or history of how making your spouse upset in conversation goes mm. so there can be a little hesitancy um and i'm speaking for me maybe not for everybody else but those are some things like okay like i know when this gets uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable she's uncomfortable kind of what can happen if we're both uncomfortable right don't want to go there today but when you're dating it's fresh it's new and most of the times our spouse will they're in the same position, right? So they're like looking for the best out of us, yeah, and not like helping us get better yet. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. So once they're our spouse, they're like, "Oh no, you need to be better at this." <laughs> so <laughs> you know, as we're talking, no, you need to communicate this way. Let's follow up with this, and there's more like betterment of us as um, as husbands because that's what our wives want to do, and that's that's not strictly right there <laughs> in the beginning. Right. Yeah, man. I, I, there was something you said that made me think that um, in the conversation space, in the conversation space, um, I feel like when we were dating, we almost poked at each other to try to make each other uncomfortable. Like that's a mm-hmm. thing. Right, just to see how people will react to to different scenarios, or you know what I mean, like I don't know, like real random stuff. I don't want to really <laughs> say out loud right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's funny how we it shifts from like that mentality, like 
I'll say something in public to make you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And then like, that's fun. And then now like, that's not kosher, (laughs) 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 but maybe it is. It depends on your relationship. Right. But, um, I don't know. Matter of fact, I think maybe I just stopped doing it and it would still be, it would still be good. Cause then I would expect the same from her as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe you should try it. Yeah, <laughs> let us know how it works out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just slacking, trying to make excuses. Might still be a thing, right? Um, yeah. I mean, as as we wrap up, though, I mean, we were talking about our actions before, you know, and those things, and even those things we said. Um, and you mentioned kind of a a promise that we've made Mm. by how we were like when we were dating um, that we kind of made a promise to be this person or show this amount of attention or whatever, all those things when you're, like you said, trying to get the girl to transitioning to, Oh yeah, I got the girl. Um, But it's, it just hit me because it's like, even if, even if we didn't verbally promise, I won't do all these things we made a promise by our actions like I can do and I will do and you're worth all these things. Yeah. And then we stop doing them and we wonder why it's brought up like, Oh, we used to do this. Oh, we used to do this. I really liked when we did this, yep. but in essence, we made a contract without making a contract. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. this is who I am and this is who I'll be to you. And um, you know, in my case, I haven't lived up to it all the time. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, like you're saying, that's where the double-edged sword idea comes into play is like, we've by action proven that we're capable of these things. Right. And then you can't turn around and say like, well, now I can't do that anymore. Like, no, you've already shown me that you can. So where's that? yeah even if there's reasons um it just all of the reasons on this can be trumped by intentionality Mm -hmm. um and that's really a kick in the pants for me (laughs) Um, because i need to be more intentional um even starting starting the day with her you know top of mind like get up you know, whatever your morning routine is, prayer, meditation, whatever, but inject her specifically into what does my day look like with her in mind. And I think that would start that you could see the transition of getting back to that good dating part of you. (laughs) Yeah. Man, you just gave me a really good idea. You know, like I get up earlier than she does for uh for work and there's often times where like before i leave i want to you know give her a kiss or whatever but then i don't i also don't want to interrupt her sleep right so that typically in my mind trumps everything and you know i just leave but i feel like i might start praying alongside the bed before i go to work that's like there's dope a ton of intentionality behind that, right? Yeah. I can pray for her. I can pray for our relationship. I can pray for the kids and uh, start my day that way. 
Yeah. That's dope. I like that idea. Writing that down. <laughs> But, uh, All right. Yeah, I mean, we can end on that. I think if if you guys have any other tips or ways that we can be more intentional as husbands, um, make sure you drop it on our socials or you can leave it at the bottom of our website, marriagestougher.com. And uh, we'll get back to you. We'll discuss them here on the pod or uh, in that social, whatever social media channel. But hit us up there for sure. Um, and also after you do that, like, rate, subscribe, all of those things. And um, so we can just keep talking as a community and further this conversation. There you go. And uh, one last thing, if there are any ladies out there listening, if, you know, we're mansplaining too much or missing topics i guess is really what i want to say make sure um you know you're a part of the community as well and give us some ideas um and even if we need to recover a topic let us know like hey you missed this point right like in my relationship this might be a little bit different or um it would help us to have a little bit more of your perspective so make sure you throw that in there we're, we're wanting to hear from everybody But with that said, I'll talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.